Hey folks, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another exciting podcast here today. Of course, guys, this is the KLP Aftermath. I'm your host, KLP Kennedy Lucas. Welcome back to the podcast, my peeps, my 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 swanky naters, my Lucas Nation fans. Everybody, welcome, welcome, welcome back. Guys, let me tell you words. Can I express how excited I am for this podcast today? Because we've got a lot of things we've got to talk about here on the podcast. Now, before I continue... Of course, we got Tyrus and Monica up in the studio. Make sure that we sound good. We look good, too. Um, today's a very, very special podcast now uh, for a lot of people who haven't seen the movie. Spoiler alert. I got to say spoiler alert. If you haven't seen this movie, hence the title, Black Panther Wakanda Forever, please do not watch this podcast. I ain't even going to say don't watch the podcast, watch the movie and come back to this podcast. You can do that. Right, a lot of people just haven't had time to 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 fling it at the theaters this time around. So again, if you guys haven't seen this movie over this past weekend, then please don't don't begin unless you want spoilers because I'm about to spoil some things uh, about this movie later on in our show. I just had to go ahead and bring that out there to you because you know it is a great movie that I am. I'm tremendously excited about as I adjust my wife, my mic here. There we go. Now we sound better, just a little bit better. Um, this movie's incredible, but we'll we'll get to that, right? We'll get to the review of the movie later on in this podcast. It's a beautiful Monday. Hopefully, you guys are ready for another exciting uh, podcast today. As much as I am, I'm excited, and I, I like to say that today's podcast was brought to you by Kennedy Lucas Films. If you guys don't know, of course, we've got to talk about it. Uh, my two films are now available for Amazon Prime Video. Prime Video obviously is a huge network that we're on, guys. So we got to give it a, a round of applause here in the studio uh, because uh, Street Style and New York Culture, guys, and of course Hardline Second Term, they're they're available right now on Amazon Prime. If you if you are able to get Prime, you can buy or rent the movies out. You guys will not be disappointed in both feature films. Uh, let me tell you, it's been it's been a, a, an incredible an incredible journey so far. Um, I wanted to talk about my experience a little bit, and I know we have topics for today's podcast. We're going to get to those, but I've got to talk about it because this is a, this is a huge, this is huge, guys. This is very, very huge. This is not a movie or movies that are just on a, a small platform stream now. You know, Prime Video is a huge network, and it's not me overselling it, right? But it's huge. It's a huge, huge network uh, to be a part of, and I'm so excited simply because you know, if you asked me 12 years ago, guys, that my films would be on a major network, I would have laughed and I would have said, how do I do that? You know, 12 years ago. 
But now fast forwarding to today to 2022, did my homework. I studied and I, I understand distribution a little bit better. And now we're, we're on big networks like Amazon Prime Video. So I'm very, very excited for that. I want to thank everybody who's, you know, who's been around right who's been around who's been motivating me who's been telling me hey you should look into distribution and it's fantastic it's one of those things that it's it's very very fantastic i genuinely uh enjoy doing movies for sure but i enjoy giving you guys content and it's on a major network now back in the day you know a lot of indie filmmakers they would have their films made and they would just have it for youtube for free because that was the only outlet we had back in the day but now i can say with comfort you know our films are not going to be on youtube anymore spotify video it won't happen right because we have such a big distribution we have such a, a big network now of course we're going to have our movies out for big networks um but gosh guys it's, it's been a journey it's been one of those things that has been very very fun to dabble into and it, it is it's incredible the feeling is so incredible because i feel and i say i feel a little bit of fulfillment i say a little bit guys because we were making more films right this 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 is not just hey we made our films we're on the network we're done no that's not that's not the case because we've got many 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 documentaries that we want to make we got many many films feature films that we want to make and we're going to make so this is not the end of this culture but i feel like it's you know just the beginning of something new a new era has been born um, so I get very excited. I get very giddy about this kind of stuff because it's it's been a long time, right? And I feel some sort of fulfillment. I feel that you know I've I've made it kind of. And because you with Prime, you know you're you're sharing a platform with Hollywood, right? You have the biggest stars doing their own shows and their own movies on Prime Video, and I'm right there with them, right? So I don't know. It just it feels comfortable. It feels very fantastic. That was my Friday. Um, and I give you guys a little cheat sheet, a little behind the scenes when it comes down to it. Um, so I was anticipating Street Style to come out in December, late December. And then Hardline was scheduled to come out in January. And I felt good. January 20th, 2023 was going to be the release date for uh, Hardline second term. But it turns out Amazon said, nope, today. <laughs> so uh, you can't argue with it. I'm happy with it. Um, I'm very, very stoked about the process. And... Of course, everybody's been seeing my films. My close friends have saw my films. A lot of people, because we, we see our stats, people have genuinely seen our films. And of course, I had obviously had family see the film as well. So uh, very, very excited for that. I'm, I'm stoked. It's huge. It's, this is this is huge. This is, is a monumental type of thing for sure. So um, it feels good, guys. Here's to many, many more movies to come out for Prime. Um, but I'm, I'm stoked. I'm very, very happy about that. And you know, it's, it's been a good weekend. You, you want to know why T? Yes. We went to go see Black Panther Wakanda forever. Let's get into it guys. It's, it, we gonna be, we might be talking about films this podcast because we just, I'm on prime video with my two films. And then I, over the weekend, yesterday, Sunday, I went to go see Black Panther Wakanda, uh, forever. And I've got to talk about it again, spoiler alert for a lot of people. So again, if you haven't seen the, the movie, pause, go watch the movie, go to the theaters, go see it, come back to this podcast. Uh, I feel like everybody have already seen the movie, though, right? Because, you, you know, we're we're in this society where social media is heavily influenced, right? Uh, you know, people go 
to social media to, to find Easter eggs. People go to see spoilers, and there's articles that are coming out now about the movie, and the spoilers are leaked. So the, the movie's out again. If you have, and I was able to get my ticket for 13 bucks. So again, if you got $13 just to spare, go to an AMC, go to a Regal, go see this movie, go with a friend. Uh, I went with my brother, shout out to Ryan, a Ryan Amazon actor. He's listed as an actor in uh, Street Style of New York culture. So we, we joked around with that. So I went with my brother yesterday, um, Sunday. We went to go see Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Obviously, everybody knew that I was going to go watch this movie. I was going to theaters. It was the only the only matter of when. Um, a lot of people did go on Friday. Uh, I couldn't go on Friday because that's when the movie came out. And, you know, you best believe theaters are packed and you ain't going to find no seats. So, of course, we went on Sunday. Sundays are really a good day to go. It was still packed, right? When I approached the theater and walked into the theater um there were a lot of seats booked a lot of people was in there which was great because you know people genuinely came out to see this movie so we went in there did our thing we we bought our tickets online we um got in they scanned our barcode we were in theater 10 and that was it you know you had your movies we had concession and we went to go see the movie now my overall take and i'm gonna go ahead and give this early to and, and monica i'm gonna give my take early guys this movie this movie was very emotional right it was very emotional it was for it was a tribute right this was a movie that i'm glad that they they had to exit chadwick boseman's character t'challa at a good light and i feel like they they executed that really really well prior to him actually passing away so they expand the movie on they're at some sort of unforeseen the story is unforeseen unforeseen unheard of illness he was out in battle he got killed black panther t'challa that was a good way to segue okay t'challa is dead in this movie and unfortunately chad with bozeman passed away right so it's it's they 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 told that story really well to where it's like okay he he's dead in real life but he's dead also in this movie the character of t'challa and of course the human being of, of chadwick boseman may he rest in peace king um so there was a good way now it's shuri's turn right it was shuri's turn to to figure it out she's still mourning of the loss of the brother t'challa uh, of course Shuri's played by lithia uh right so she's learning right she's learning some new technology she figures things out she's she's going through some emotions right is is queen uh ramonda of course played by the wonderful angela bassett and let me just say angela bassett did her damn thing in this movie now i've read articles and even my brother had told me that he saw articles that she might get nominated for an oscar for her performance in black panther wakanda forever honestly I'm very excited that Angela Bassett had more of a speaking role, right? I'm glad that all these characters have more of a speaking role in the sequel because if you remember the first one, Queen Ramonda, she had speaking roles, but then, you know, she wasn't the the, the, the highlight of the of the movie. She wasn't the the, the full front of the, the first movie. Now in this movie, Angela Bassett had a whole lot of scripting in this movie she articulated a lot in this movie you hear a lot of angela bassett in this movie i do like it and i got a comment on it because if you guys know obviously we're uh african-americans here in the studio i like how their hair 
they let hair to be their hair for hair or makeup to be more natural um she had the curls she had the the, the nice curls the 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 curls and it just looked beautiful in the movie everybody's hair from shuri down to queen ramonda their hair was fantastic right it's very curly it's very african african centric type of hair i i was looking at that the most i things like that i critique the most i really do i critique that most when it comes to films when it comes to hair and makeup so moving on of course they're both mourning of the loss of t'challa and of course they're looking to go find the scientist turns out to be riri williams against spoiler alert a lot of people now this we're spoiling some things but uh riri williams comes comes into the picture of course she's obviously iron heart she learned the skills from her 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 brain smarts but then she's learning some things from iron man now if you guys remember this is me critiquing it a lot more there's a scene in the movie where she's building her suit and if you guys remember tony stark robert Downey jr the first iron man movie he's building the very first suit and he's wearing kind of a white beater uh, tank top and he's hammering away they did a tribute to that as well because riri williams ironheart she's making her her machine she's, she has a tank top on right and she's making the machine so that's kind of a throwback there as well uh, it's good to see that. It's good to see Riri Williams and uh, the the actress that plays her. And I'm gonna Google her name real quick because I kind of forgot her actual name. But the her, Riri Williams actress that plays in this in this um, that plays in this movie, she executed it, or that character really well. I think that she added a lot of funny comedic type of stuff. And as I quickly get the cast list up here, real quick, um. And we'll 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 take a second and, and look at this because I really want to look at this. Um, okay, uh, Dominic Thorne. Dominic Thorne. She did a fantastic job playing Riri Williams because she is the snarky but funny but smart and intelligent, and she knows what she wants. But then she has a little bit of a, that 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 element to her too. So she really uh, she really did her thing playing Ironheart riri williams and it's it's a good it's a good lineup for dominique thorne guys because obviously we are going to get an iron heart show for disney plus so i cannot wait to watch uh more of that and see what happens of course we did get to see when shuri against world alert guys when shuri finds out that she develops the 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 herb right the the herb of the black panther she figures it out she indulges herself in the juice of the herb and now she becomes the black panther now again spoiler alert guys because i'm spoiling some things here but she becomes the black panther we do get to see michael b jordan jordan's character killmonger in the ancestry uh afterlife so that was very very interesting because i never thought we would see her see him in this movie but we have now he doesn't he has a great role in this but he's at the, the past life and the 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 under the um afterlife of it all people did speculate that what if michael b jordan after thanos and after endgame the snap the fingers iron man snapped his fingers and what if he brought back killmonger but brought back killmonger to be a hero right a lot of people did speculate that what if he becomes a, a face to black panther he indulges the power for greater good he becomes the next black panther that's not happening guys spoiler alert for a lot of people out there that didn't happen uh sure he is black panther um of course namor or namor his character was fantastic i really i really like his i liked his character right 
I did get kind of confused, um, just a little bit, right? Because I thought that they were, I thought, you know, his, his, his culture, his people was coming from Atlantis, right? That's my initial thought going into this movie. Turns out that they come from my Mayan uh, descent, right? Which is completely different from people from Atlantis. Um, the city of uh, Tolokan, you know, that's in that's they're housed in the Atlantic Ocean. But I thought it was going to be Atlantis they were expanding, but that was a completely different um, direction when it comes down to the characters and where Namor's character and his 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 tribe is coming from. They're coming from a more of a Mayan type of uh, vibe than it was Atlantean type vibe. So I was a little bit confused about that too because that's what that was my expectations going in right um but the character was executed really really well he plays a good villain i mean let me get that cast list back up because that villain was very very fantastic of course that's tanach horta or hete i might have butchered the name wrong there he plays a good villain right he really does play a good villain when it comes down to it of course um it was good to see Nepita Lyongo um, repressing her role as Nakia. There's been speculation that what if she becomes the next Black Panther, right? Um, very, very, in, very, very good for the end credit scene. Now there were there was not an end end credit scene. There was a mid credit scene, um, which I'm not gonna spoil because I'm spoiling a lot as it is already. You just gotta watch the movie for that end credit scene because that might line up for Black Panther three in the in the future, right? We're not gonna see a Black Panther three maybe not the next two years right but later on let's say 2026 that year we might see black panther 3 and you guys will know what i'm talking about because a new character a, a new character quote unquote comes into the scene um towards the end of the end credit and you guys get to see uh, a little a little bit more of course uh Mbaku comes back of course uh winston duke he's going coming back for sure uh from the uh jabari uh tribe very very good dorothy still uh the merchant tribe she's making her uh her uh comeback or her her reprise role martin freeman plays ross it's good to see that ross was a part of this as well i get very excited right i really do get very excited to see um characters that's been in the first movie they come back and they tell they they're part of the great story uh in the uh first one um, I got to say that this movie is fantastic. There's a lot of emotion that was going through my mind. It was going through my brother's mind when it came down to this movie. This was a movie that was very, very well reciprocated. Um, it, it was a tribute, right? It's a tribute for Chadwick Boseman, right? There's been two scenes where they give him a moment of silence, right? There's the, spoiler alert, when you go see the movie, of course, they're getting ready to load up the, the Marvel Studios logo. It, of course, I knew they were going to put all of his stuff in that Marvel Studios logo. But this one was different, right? This was a, a the, the first transition where there's no music. There's nothing. People in the theaters, guys, were quiet. It was super quiet in the theaters because everybody not just them the, the 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 editors and the producers of this movie but people in the theater when that marvel studios logo came on screen and all you saw were tag with bozeman tribute everybody was quiet right 
because everybody gave it a moment of silence for Chadwick Boseman. And that that alone says a lot. Right? It says a lot. Towards the end of the movie, spoiler alert, of course, Shuri is thinking about, you know, her, her brother once more. And she's on the beach. She's reflecting. And they cut back to all of the 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 some of the iconic scenes from the first movie, just Chadwick Boseman. Everybody in the theater, quiet as a mouse, right? Another moment of silence. So you can tell this movie was a tribute to Chadwick Boseman. This was that that this was that movie. And a lot of the actors and actresses in this movie said, you know, this is more than just mourning uh, a death for, for Chadwick Boseman, but it's a celebration of his life and what he started, right? It was a, a, a healing moment, right? A lot of Angela Bassett and, and uh, Lathea Wright, they said in their interviews at Good Morning America, this movie, it, it, this is for us to heal, right? To to not necessarily move on so quickly, but to heal from, from our pain, our hurt, our mourning, right? So that's what made this movie so great. A lot of emotions go out in, into this movie. Uh, something does happen to Queen Ramonda. Again, I'm trying not to spoil so much for you guys because I, I kind of feel bad already giving you guys everything because I've seen the movie uh, yesterday. Um, things does happen to Angela Bassett where, you know, she has a, a role, but, you know, something happens to her where she may not be in the sec in the third one, right? So, you know, this movie was everything. Um, this and a lot of people have tweeted a lot of people have done their podcast interview or their podcast review rather this is the movie that that kind of first of all this is the movie that fixed phase four of Marvel um, but this is the movie that is a great Marvel movie of all time so far between this movie and Endgame this one was the best um, in my eyes I might have a different opinion some people might have different opinions about it um, but like I say guys you guys have to just go out and truly watch this movie um this is heartfelt it's is culture versus culture it's tribe versus tribe um there's a, some emotion right there's uh you know one tribe tries to to partner up with one tries to get the partnership of another tribe again i'm saying it like that so i don't spoil it uh, but then you know they they understand right and wrong you know so it's a good one it's it's this is the one that you cannot miss now if you have the opportunity to go watch this movie in theaters by all means go out and watch this movie in theaters um if you want to wait into disney plus sure i might even watch it two more times when it comes to disney plus um i did get teary-eyed monica i did i got a little teary-eyed because about what this movie was about right um, and there was a cool scene I gotta mention uh, I'm sure she probably don't remember me but an, an RA family Olivia <laughs> she's in the movie as well I saw her post um, she was in this movie as an extra cast and she came up on screen and it was very very cool to see her um, she probably don't remember uh, she probably do um, but Olivia is a uh, she's an RA family for us at GGC George Gwinnett College shout out to them um, so it's good to see that she's on the big screen uh as well so again guys um sorry i said winston duke uh well that is winston duke <laughs> um but this is a this is a good movie guys this is something you you can't sleep on for sure um so fantastic congratulations to marvel studios congratulations to everybody who's been a part of the marvel cinematic universe when creating this movie um because this is the movie uh you gotta see um and uh, as always 
rest in peace, King Chadwick Boseman. That movie was for you. Um, rest in peace for sure. Moving on to our next topic of conversation as well. We got to talk about it because we've got, we, we, we talking about flavor flee. That's who we're talking about. Uh, this, this news outlet came out today. Um, <laughs> uh, okay. So flavor Flav curses out spirit airlines after missing flight. Gosh, where has flavor Flav been? I remember watching flavor Flav when I was a kid, when he had his shows and, at the time, the dude was funny, but like this dude got rich just by doing that little jingle and he's running his show. Of course, Flavor Flav misses flight and did not hesitate to let the staff at Spirit know about it. Let me tell you, you can't cuss at, at Spirit. I know a lot of people talk a lot of crap about Spirit, but I got to say, a lot of people, not just Spirit, even though we're talking about Spirit, but a lot of people cuss out people of Spirit Airlines and Frontier Airlines. Now, I got to give credit to Frontier Airlines because they helped us get to New York. Of course, we bought a ticket, so they didn't really help us help us. But those flights are good priced, and I haven't had a negative experience, right? I flew both. I've never had a negative experience, but I don't know why people have, they think they have bad experiences, and they say, oh, you fly Spirit? Ugh. I fly Delta. Okay, you go spend $500 on a flight if you want to. I got a discount. Of course, according to TMZ, the legendary member of the public enemy missed his flight on Thursday the 10th, the night uh, at the Spirit Gate inside Harry Reid International Airport in Las Vegas. Around 11.30 p.m., Flav was seated near the entrance waiting to hop on the flight to Detroit while at work on his laptop and talking on his phone. He noticed that the gate agent had shut the jetway doors he as he approached the gate the representative would not open it causing him to miss his flight of course as you can imagine Flav was not happy that i do understand when you miss your flight you got to go through you got to go through the airlines you got to potentially get your money back or hop on a different flight and then that derails your time you know so i that part i do understand um but i gotta say if you okay Anytime I fly somewhere, and I, I've flown to plenty of places. I've flown to Florida. Uh, I've flown, obviously, to New York. So I've flown to Denver as well. Uh, I've flown to, well, we had a rollover, but to from Georgia to Missouri, uh, Missouri to get to Denver and back. So I've flown quite a few times in my lifespan so far. Um, it's never good to miss your flight, right? You always want to make sure you're at the right place at the right time. I always say that. Um, when I was going to New York, luckily, you know, we, we, oh God, speaking of New York, we felt we, I woke up at two o'clock in the morning and we got to the airport around four, five o'clock in the morning. Cause we had to hop on a seven 45 AM flight. So we had to make sure we were there for me, not just my flight, but anywhere I'm going somewhere, I always got to make sure I got enough time to board the plane, right? You never want to show up right as the door is closing because it's, it's a whole headache. Get there early. No matter what time you have, get to your air flight early. That's with everything. Uh, of course, but Flav was kind of upset about that. He was really, really not happy about the situation. The situation did get heated exchange with one of the Spirit employees after a customer even tried to calm, come to Flav's defense. After he, be, he began using obscenities to express his frustration, the employee threatened to call security. Flav, of course, have also said that um, that it's his custom to wait for everyone to board first because he usually asks to take pictures and he doesn't want to be holed up 
on boarding uh, on the boarding process. That I understand when you're famous. First of all, though, I ain't hating, right? Because we flow Frontier and Airline, Frontier Airlines and Spirit Airlines before. But if you flavor Flav, and you supposedly famous and got all this money, you ain't supposed to be flying this type of boy. And hey, I ain't judging because I fly these airlines too, right? But if you made all this money and you working, you doing all this this media stuff, you famous technically. Where your money went to? Where you got to fly Spirit Airlines or or or, or Frontier, right? You could have had money to fly either, not maybe not private, right? But maybe more of a coach, right? First class, right? If you're flying first class, right? So I thought that was pretty funny in my in my opinion, right? I I I I, I often wonder that, like, okay, why why are you boarding that? But anyway, according to sources, also it's alleged that the employee at Spirit did not reopen the door to let another passenger in, but closed. Um, but closed again on Flav and two other people now again I, I agree with people that's now that's their rule and this is for every flight not just Spirit not Frontier not any not even Delta everybody does this if you miss your gate closing they will not reopen the gates right because people are boarded on time people are ready to go you can't delay, delay flights, right? Because if you're going from one, and I don't work at the airport, but I kind of know how this, how they work a little. When you leave one airport and they need to get to another airport at this time, at this specific time, right? Because that plane has to go to another flight. They can't be late on their flight, right? I've read that if an airline is late getting somewhere, like extremely late, they lose money. As a company, they do. So... I understand that process of them not wanting to reopen the gate for Flavor Flav because, you know, when the gates are closed, gates are closed. You need you need to be there on time. Come or anybody would tell you, get on your flight an hour before it takes off. I know it's an hour. I know it's long. But that's just flight 101. I told my brother and, and my friend harmony there were producers for our documentary i said we need to get to the airport two hours before boarding right just in case if our luggage gets lost just in case of tsa giving us some headache just in case if there's a delay and you need to be just in case you need to go to the bathroom you have plenty of time to do that if you're hungry you can go to their little food court get to, especially if you and we're here in atlanta So you guys know Hartsville-Jackson is the busiest airport in the world. So you definitely got to get to your flight two hours prior to that. I digress. Of course, following the incident, Flav released a statement uh, that was obtained by TMZ offering an apology for his role in the altercation. It's good that he apologized, right? Because at the end of the day, these airlines and these, these employees of airlines, they're just doing their job, right? I get gripe about a lot of people getting upset with people just doing their job. It's their job. They get paid to do what they do, right? It's not for them to be jerks, right? They're, they're not trying to be jerks. They're not trying to be assholes. It's just people are doing their jobs, right? Because they got to feed their family. They got to put money on the table. So I I don't know. I, I People get upset about that. So the airlines, um, of course, he's uh, there's a quote here. The airline, Spirit Airlines shut down the doors on me while I was in line to board. I was upset. And some and some say harsh words at the gate agent. Of course, Flav said in a statement, he apologized. He says, I apologize. These are Flav and Flav's quotes. Uh, I apologize for those who witnessed me acting out of character. I do not apologize. <laughs> 
uh, to Spirit Airlines for the gate agent. So, hey, charge it to the game, right? If you need to, if obviously get to your flight early, super early, right? Whether when you first get there and they say we're beginning to board, be there, right? Don't be late. I don't know if that's the story with, with Flavor Flav. I don't know if he was late to his gate or not. Um, but you gotta be, you gotta be there, right? If you got to take, you bought a ticket, you gotta be there hours before you, before they say boarding, right? Because that kind of helps you validate that you've been there on time, right? If you run into a gate and they're, they're closing the doors as you speak, as you're running to your gate, you're late, you know? Um, so moving on to our next and final segment of today's show, we got to talk about sports as always. You guys know how I like to do. I love to talk about sports. Uh, of course, um, and actually, yes, uh, Vikings stun Josh Allen, of course, Bills in overtime for arguably wildest final minute in NFL history of court. Kurt Cousins and J- uh, Justin Jefferson survived one of the wildest finish, uh, wildest finishes in recent NFL history on Sunday afternoon. Of course, it took a remarkable one hand grab and the end zone fumble and a last second interception but the minnesota vikings beat the buffalo bills 33 to 30 now you guys know how i say it a game is good if it's if it's if you're three points off right it was a close match there's a difference between a close match and a straight up ass whooping so they end up getting this match of course my uh, vikings beating the bills by 33 over 30 so that was a close match in the overtime at the Highmark Stadium in what should easily go down as a game of the season, uh, if not recent NFL uh, history. Of course, the Bills quarterback, Josh Allen, had a shot to pull off the win in overtime, but had quickly merged into the red zone after the Buffalo um, gave up a Vikings field goal. Of course, you had Allen threw an interception directly to Vikings cornerback Patrick Peterson in the end, in the end zone. Which sealed the three-point win for Minnesota. It marked it's marked Allen's fourth red zone interception in the past two weeks. Of course, that finish though was just part of the ridiculous finish that was full of mistakes from Allen. Gosh, that gotta suck. That really has to suck when you almost have a match won, and when you have it almost won, right? You you have it won, and and that's it. You you gave it up, and now. The, the opposing team scores three points and now they they win the game right it, it, that that really has to suck for a lot of um that has to suck for a lot of people who were close in, in contact with that and you know it's a close match right just three points off because of your uh because of your because of your your minor mistake you might have made right so I get very very interested with that uh for sure when it comes down to it because it was a close match so it's one of those things that it does happen guys and you know it was a close match minnesota vikings ended up winning over the buffalo uh bills i was actually rooting for the bills too right because they've had an okay season right i'm rooting for a lot of teams though monica i am i'm rooting for you know i'm rooting for the the chiefs the bills the falcons right we saw it also because we went to Jinya after watching black panther again shout out to my brother we went there i didn't do a review about jinga because we already done a review about jinga it's a ramen spot and i saw that uh the the, the denver broncos and, and the titans match that was a close match as well so 
very very excited for that as well something that also popped in my mind before we wrap up this podcast today because i meant to talk about this and i just haven't yet of course have y'all heard about this story about sophia rosing or rosing um so sophia rosing is a university of kentucky student uh who was uh who have said some choice words right she was in the hallway she was drunk out of her mind and she was confronted by or she was getting confronted well not no she was doing the confronting actually she was confronting another a fellow student right a fellow student that was out there and she said the n-word so many times right and i guess you can say this is our elephant of the room for sure because you have this 22 year old right saying the n-word she said it so many times and she said the harsh n-word she didn't say the soft n-word she said the harsh n-word the word that can get you slapped the word that can get your ass beat right so i i wanted to talk about that real quick but on the podcast it's, it's fresh in my mind that does exist now i applaud that young student that was getting uh confronted by Sophia Rosing for for them saying that she said Sophia the racist girl she said you're my servant and you wore an n-word freely freely she she's drunk out of her mind she's drunk out of her mind but she said it right and I was so baffled when that happened when I saw it on TikTok uh, not TikTok Instagram and Facebook I saw it and I'm like this is something that she probably was taught right you she wasn't born with that her parents didn't you did that's not genetically born to say that you were taught that because of maybe who your family is right now a lot of people at the at the school university of kentucky they do not condone that and of course she got kicked out or potentially or unless we have an update she's got kicked out of this this school now the university of kentucky is a huge school it's a huge university that she can go to right um and then that happens right it happens to where now you don't you're not able to go to this school no more and when you google yourself that's what's going to come up so a lot of schools probably won't accept you right sophia rossing you've been canceled You've been canceled in today's society because of that's a very sensitive word. Like I say, the young uh, other student that was getting confronted by Sophia, then she got on video and then she tried to swing. Sophia tried to swing on that young student. And she just she kept her cool, right? She kept her oh, cool because she knew the phones were out because she knew she could have whooped Sophia's ass. She could have, but them cameras was out, right? If that young student would have laid hands on Sophia, now that would have been a whole story twister, right? We're in this this society where uh, somebody would initiate something, but you, you put hands on somebody, oh, that's a whole nother story. Whole nother story, whole nother chapter, whole nother book, whole nother film, right there. So I, I applaud, and I, I meant to talk about this previously, but I applaud that young student for that because she kept her cool, she kept it collected. Um, as always guys that's never okay um that hasn't happened to me yet right um in my, in my lifespan no one has called me the n-word so i i'm i'm appreciative of that i don't know how i would react if someone called me the n-word right as a young black man i i had to i'm learning how to 
to keep my composure a little bit more, right? Because if it was old me, yeah, I would have whooped somebody's ass on camera. I would have slanked, you know. But it is good to, it is a very hurtful word, but people, the people today say it, right? We saw the whole Twitter thing, the free speech thing, which I'm thinking about deleting my Twitter off of that because that's not okay. It's not, it's not okay. Um, so that's, that's in the, what's, what's happening with that. So again, Sophia Ross, she's the biggest elephant of the room for today's podcast, but, um, I, Hey, you just crushed your, your college, right? Everybody knows who you are and you're, you're a bigot. You're a racist because if you comfortably now, doesn't matter how drunk you were, you know what you're saying just a little bit, you know, exactly. And then she get arrested and she was singing the word too. When she got arrested, that was it. Right. You're racist. You will forever be racist in this world. When you try to apply for a new, because you ain't going back to the University of Kentucky no more. When you try to apply for a different college, they're going to say, oh, is that the girl that called the, the black girl, called everybody there? Oh, yeah, we don't want her. Nah, she's too controversial. Absolutely not. We're not bagging her. Right? Words hurt people. They really do hurt people. So, again, for everybody out there in the world, please try to avoid using words like that towards people. It's very hateful. You can get canceled by that, by using those words in today's society. This is not the, the old school. This is not the 1920s where you can where people can just say it and think they don't got repercussion. This is 2022. You say that word out there in public and get caught on camera. Yes, you're going to get canceled. You're either going to lose your college like Sophia Rawson did. If you're an employee, you're going to lose your job, right? If you're a friend, you might get smacked. You might get your ass kicked, maybe. Right, so please let's not use those words. That's just been on my mind. So that's going to wrap it up here on our podcast today. Hopefully, you guys enjoy this wonderful Monday podcast. As always, please remember to like, comment, subscribe if you're watching the video version on YouTube at KLP Entertainment. Of course, always hit that bell notification so that way you guys do not miss when we upload our next uh, content. Again, check it out: Street Style of New York Culture and Hardline Second Term. Those are my two feature films that are available for Amazon Prime Video, of course, for rent or to buy. So again, do not sleep on our films there. As always, we're, we're blessed to be out on a major network like that. And that's something you guys do not want to miss out on again on Prime Video. That's Street Style, A New York Culture, and Hardline Second Turn. Stay tuned later this week as we have many more podcasts to come this week. Uh, so, of course, as we get closer to Thanksgiving week, I can't wait. So that's going to wrap it up here on our podcast, KLP Aftermath Season 4. I've been your host for my cast and crew. Stay safe. Stay swanky. Peace. We're about to take it back, back, back. You are now tuned in to Atlanta's hottest radio show, KLP Aftermath. We shut it down on the studio. You're rocking with the best. Oh, this is Ludacris. What's going on? This is Drake. This is Tiger Young Money Zone. It's your boy Wiz Khalifa, man. This is Big Sean. Yo, what's up, y'all? This is Kanye West. This is Jay-Z. Yo, this is your boy Wiz. With your host, Kennedy Lucas. On Swanky 93.3 Radio Station. The Heat. 94.6 E Radio Station.